back to Kid Tested. Mother approved. I'm the Kid Ruben. I'm the Mom Dawn, and can we say Happy New Year? Okay, I'm going to sing all of Odd Lane Sign right now. Ready? No. Should all acquaintance <laughs> life mine blah 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 all dang sign that's it right that's pretty like spot on that's all the words right what what are the actual words to that song and do they matter uh it's an old song so they matter because everything matters okay but i don't know what they are um this is what is garbage new year's has a song yes thanksgiving doesn't even have one song all, I was thinking of a kid ter- a kid song, but I don't even know. Yeah, have but, any. but New Year's gets Auld Lang Syne. Cause that's Christmas not, has a whole bunch. Well, Christmas doesn't. Christmas is not even in the running. Well, and Halloween has songs. Yeah, well, Halloween also is kind of like. Well, Halloween is like right behind. Okay, now wait a minute. Christmas? Yes. Halloween? Yes. New Year's Eve? Yes. What other holiday has a song? Christmas. I said Christmas. <laughs> that was oh. the first one. <laughs> I, just, I, go, I go, Christmas? <laughs> Halloween? New Year's Eve? You go, Christmas? uh let's see i think that's it right i'm thinking i mean valentine's valentine's is cheating because any song about love can be for valentine's right. day so that one that one's eliminated yeah, you're I done don't think no labor day no memorial day i'm picking i'm making a tree for arbor day that's yeah, no. rem oh uh <laughs> no i made that up oh fourth of july uh but, but god okay. bless america yeah but that's the same thing as it's, it's the same thing as valentine's day Right. Or any song where you say, like, you could play the America's Funniest Home Videos theme on uh, on 4th of July, and you'd be like, this is so patriotic. I love this. There Just because it says America. Okay. Well, I don't know. Hey, if you've never listened to the podcast before, Kid Tested Mother Approved is a weekly podcast where each week we pick a theme or a theme is given to us, and then we pick a movie for each other to watch based on that theme. Uh, but what we're doing for January is doing something fun for the new year. Uh, each week... Uh, for as long as you, you people enjoy this, uh, the Dark Knight one got some good reception. Did they? I think so. Um, <laughs> You're all I have no idea. I don't know. So we're going to be reading a scene from a movie we have or haven't watched on the show. Okay. It's just like a fun, like, what if the movies were- Sounded like this. Sounded like this. Why'd you make that face? Okay. <laughs> it's not great. It's funny. The Batman but... one is, okay. If you've not listened to the Dark Knight scene yet, yeah. go back and listen to it because I, I listen to it. Like, I don't listen to our show. Okay, I, don't. I always do. I don't, um, because it's weird to me to like, like I was there. <laughs> Why do I need to re-listen to the entire hour and a half? I well, because I don't remember what I've said. That's fair. You know, because we're just talking. Um, but I, I went and I love because I love how I'm like reading this scene directions and blah blah. blah throws them into this and then and he's, yeah. You say one that I lo- lose it every time. You go, you're garbage. Who kills for money? <laughs> like, I can't. I can't. Well, let's let's do tonight. Okay. Do we want to say what it is, or I think no. Let's let's say what it is. And you know what okay. I'd like to do too is, what? can we? Do you remember who told us to do this one? I did. Oh, this. I was came you. up with this. Okay. So go ahead and tell them what we're doing. I coughed. Um, That's okay. So we are going to be doing a, the opening scene from Scream. But we're switching it up, people. What is that? I don't know. Well, you you were very adamant about doing it this way, which is fine. Because it's funny. Because you were very adamant, and you were like, well, if you want, you could do it. I'm like, no, 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 no. I want to do what you want, because that's the point of the show. So I think that you'll notice. Wait, you want to do what I want to do? Yes. So it's, okay, so next week's episode no, is a marathon. Oh? Re- replay, replay, replay of Hard to Hold. Just nothing but that, even though we already watched it. Doesn't matter. Doing it again. Doing it again. I think I have some concert videos of him. Oh, my gosh. Okay. 
Just kidding. So we're going to read the opening scene from Scream. And I yes. think you'll catch the kind of twist that we're putting on it. Let's just tell them. No, I think, I mean, they'll catch okay. it. Okay. okay. So I'll, I'll start with stage directions. Uh, oh. Scream by Kevin Williamson. Fade in on a ringing telephone. A hand reaches for it, bringing the receiver up to the face of Casey Becker, a young girl, no more than 16, a friendly face with innocent eyes. Hello? Hello. Yes? Who is this? Who are you trying to reach? What number is this? What number are you trying to reach? I don't know. I think you have the wrong number. Do I? It happens. Take it easy. Click. She hangs up the phone. The camera pulls back to reveal Casey in the living room alone. She moves from the living room to the kitchen. It's a nice house. Affluent. The phone rings again. Interior. Kitchen. Casey grabs the portable. Hello? I'm sorry. I guess I dialed the wrong number. So why did you dial it again? To apologize. You're forgiven. Bye now. Wait, wait. Don't hang up. Casey stands in front of a sliding glass door. It's pitch black outside. What? I want to talk to you for a second. You've got 900 numbers for that. See ya. Click. Casey hangs up. A grin on her face. Exterior. Casey's house. Night. Establishing. A big country home with a huge sprawling lawn full of big oak trees. It sits alone with no neighbors in sight. The phone rings again. Interior. Kitchen. Popcorn sizzles in a pot on the stove. Casey covers it with a lid, reaching for the portable phone. Hello? Why don't you want to talk to me? Who is this? You tell me your name, I'll tell you mine. Casey shaking the poppers. The popcorn. I don't think so. What's that noise? Casey smiles, playing along, innocently. Popcorn. You're making popcorn? Uh-huh. I only eat popcorn at the movies. I'm getting ready to watch a video. Really? What? Just some scary movie. So you like scary movies? Uh-huh. What's your favorite scary movie? He's flirting with her. Casey moves away from the... You made like a... Face. Sorry. No, it's fine. Casey moves away from the stove and takes a seat at the kitchen counter directly in front of the glass door. I don't know. You have to have a favorite. Casey thinks for a second. Uh, Halloween. You know, the one with the guy in the white mask who just sort of walks around and stalks the babysitters. What's yours? Guess. Uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. Is that the one where the guy had knives on his fingers? Yeah, Freddy Krueger. Freddy, that's right. I like that movie. It was scary. The first one was, but the rest sucked. So you got a boyfriend? <laughs> Why? You want to ask me out? Maybe. Do you have a boyfriend? No. You never told me your name. Casey smiles, twirling her hair. Why do you want to know my name? Because I want to know who I'm looking at. Casey spins around like lightning, facing the door. What did you say? I want to know who I'm talking to. That's not what you said. What do you think I said? Casey clicks the outside light. A floodlight illuminates the backyard. Her eyes survey the grounds, but it's empty. No one's there. She turns the light out. On the stove, the popcorn pops. I have to go now. Wait, I thought we were going to go out. No, I don't think so. Don't hang up on me. Gotta go. Don't. Casey, er, click. Casey hangs up. She checks the glass door, making sure it's locked, and then moves to the stove as the phone rings. She slides the popcorn from the stove, reaching for the phone. Yes? I told you not to hang up on me. What do you want? To talk. Dial someone else, okay? You getting scared? No. Bored. Click. She hangs up. The phone rings again. She grabs it. And that's where we're going to stop because it gets pretty, okay. it gets pretty intense. I was like, right? I don't want to do that part. It gets pretty intense because he's like screaming at her and like yeah, profanely screaming yeah, at her. Yeah, I, I didn't. I was kind of looking at you like, I don't want to do this anymore. No, I knew where that was going to. Uh, I like the idea of Scream, okay? Yes. But it's a bunch of teenagers. Yes. And you... Yes. And they're like, I wonder who the killer is. Well, it's definitely not Dawn. <laughs> like, it's, it's not me. And you're like covered in blood. It's me, guys. Like, 
No, it's Dawn. She checks out. Yeah. No, Dawn, where I, were you? Murdering? That wasn't Dawn. See, she had an alibi. Yeah. Um, I don't want to do scary movies. Uh, I think that's funny that... I, I mean, I'm sure we talked about it when we had the Scream episode. Uh-huh. But when she says uh, Nightmare on Elm Street and then the rest of them sucked... Yeah. Wes Craven directed Scream. He also directed Nightmare on Elm Street. Nice. That's It's fun when they kind of like... Poke play fun at... Yeah, yeah poke, poke fun at themselves. Themselves, yeah. yeah. All right, so what's the theme this week? This theme... Uh, it's New Year, New Me. It's yes. remakes. Remakes yes. remakes, and reboots. And I think we kind of implied that are better than the original or just in general good. I think we, yeah. Just good. Um, You want to go first? Sure. Okay. What was yours, Mom? You had me watch Man of Steel. Yes. Okay. So I don't understand this whole DC Marvel. No, not Marvel. DC Universe. Yes. First of all, I have to be honest. Who is Superman? Uh, Clark Kent. No, the actor. Henry Cavill. Why are you making that face? Because no, no, no. It's not that. It's not the always cute face. When you said Henry Cavill, I was thinking of the guy who plays Jesus, Jim Caviezel. You thought it was Jim Caviezel? So I, 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 when you said the name, that's why I'm like, oh, I like him because I thought it was the guy who plays Jesus. No, it's not. It's not Jim Caviezel. It's not Jim Caviezel. Okay, so Man of Steel is yes. first. Yes. Him. Okay. Yeah. Then comes Batman versus Superman. Okay, then, then comes Justice League. Okay, and Superman. Superman eats it in Batman vs Superman. So he's not in Justice League. Sort of. Okay. We watched Justice League. I know, and we watched, and I. They seen... brought him back because he like died at the end of Batman vs Superman. Yes, because I saw that one too. And then they brought him back in Justice League. <laughs> All right, so let's go with the stuff I liked. Okay. Because I have to be honest. Yeah. I didn't like this movie. Why not? I can sum it up. You ready? Okay, yeah, go we'll for it. We'll talk about it in detail, but here is the premise of the movie. Okay. Big Planet. Okay. Dad is Russell Crowe. Woman is a beautiful woman. I don't know her name, but she was... I thought she was beautiful. Yeah. Okay. Planet is bad. Planet, they, is, planet is bad? Well, the planet is falling apart. I'm okay. trying to, like, abbreviate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have a baby. They have a baby. They put the baby in a rocket because the planet is exploding. Yeah. They send the baby to the earth. Farmers find it. I'm just doing, and then we're yeah, going to yeah. talk about everything. Farmers find it. Baby grows up. Baby is an adult with super strength who hides from everything. Yes. Then the bad guy comes back. Yes, Zod. Zod. How'd and, you make that face? Because that's a weird name. His name is Kal-El. No, Superman's no. name is Kal-El. Kal is his name. L is like the last name. Yeah, Zod. No, Zod is just Zod. Yeah. Kal-El is, Cal is his name. L, just like the dad's name is something L. L is yeah, the last Jor-El. name. Yeah, Mon-El, I think. I don't remember. Whatever. Yes. Okay, let me go back to my quick little synopsis. Okay, go for it. Bad guy comes. Bad guy finds him. They fight. Slide across the street. Go through buildings. They fight some more. Slide across the street. Go through buildings. Oh, there's a girl. Fight some more. Slide across the street. Go through buildings. Winner is Superman. The end. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. I'm not wrong. Yeah, no, I didn't, um, okay, so I'm sorry I didn't like it, but let's talk about it. <laughs> okay. So dad is Russell Crowe. I love that he he's using his real accent, isn't he, kind of? Yeah, a little bit, I it's think so. not his American accent. No, he's not being sure. like, hello, I'm Russell Crowe. Right, I liked the way he talked. Because mm. he, he's letting it slip a little bit because he's an alien. Yeah, so it so doesn't really doesn't matter. So it doesn't really matter. So he could be like, I, I, oh, Russell Crowe. Yeah, like, that's why matter. I thought he was just talking real. Yeah. Um. So he is the dad, and then there's a mom. I don't know her name, and it doesn't even matter. Superman's yeah. real mama. Yeah, Superman's real mom. <laughs> and they're on a planet, and the planet is 
just fallen apart. Yeah. So, but they have a real baby because apparently all the other babies are in the ocean in these little bubbles. Yeah, look, I don't even, I don't know. It was weird. I was like, so they Ew. got they got a real baby. They have a real baby. Yes. And then and then the planet is falling apart. So to save to save the real baby, they put the baby in a little rocket ship and they're gonna send it far away to Earth. Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna go Reuben on you. You ready? Yeah, go for it. They put a naked baby. Yeah. Because you see this little pee pee. <laughs> <laughs> you do. They put a naked baby in a little baby rocket. Yeah. And the little naked baby is going to have pee-pee and poop everywhere when the farmers open it up. Poor little baby. He's going to be all stinky and gross. But put also a, put like, a diaper on that baby or put something on that baby. But also, like, they don't really strap him into anything. No, huh? he's just like, bleh. And there's no food. You didn't, they'd be like, here, baby, here's a bottle or something. Here, baby, here's a bottle. Here's some diapers. Yeah. Here's a magazine. <laughs> I know. Okay. This this movie, I heard your voice in my head the whole time. This is so dumb. <laughs> so dumb. World, the world doesn't work this way. So what dumb. Do you, why? What do you mean? All of it is just, like I said, it's just, there's there's no story. It's mm-hmm. just punch slide, punch slide, punch slide, crash the windows. Yeah. <laughs> and poop-covered baby. And poop-covered baby. Okay, but let's talk about... His earthly parents. Okay. Great cast. Kevin Costner. Yeah. Love Kevin Costner. Diane Lane. Yeah. She could play me in a movie. Mm. She's older than I am, you big butthead. Uh, okay, fair enough. Me. Okay. <laughs> and there was no story. There was very limited story. I am used to... So I used to watch the old... Maybe in the 50s, the old Superman stories where it was Clark Kent with his little glasses and nobody knew who he was. Like as they aired or? Not as they aired. They were like repeats. Oh. Repeated, repeated. And then, and I didn't see all of the original Christopher Reeve Superman movies. You're not missing out on much. You just got to watch the first two. Oh, I don't know. That's, no, the first two are the good ones. Right. Well, you, only if you watch a Richard Donner cut of the second one. The third and the fourth one get weird. Like, one of them's just about Richard Pryor stealing money, but it just so happens that Superman is also that. Like, it's weird. Oh. Like, it's a Richard Pryor comedy that has this sup- subplot of Superman. Oh. But, that's like, weird. it's supposed to be a Superman movie, but, like, Richard Pryor is in it more than. Like, it. it's a really interesting concept. Like, if they took it as, like, a movie about a guy that just so happens to exist in this world where superheroes do. Right. But it, like, isn't good. Isn't good. Well, this one isn't good either. So um, he grows up, and but he knows he's different because he's really strong, and it's the bus, for, the bus. Well, I was gonna kind of that's yeah, kind yeah. of in the middle because they jump into he's doing all these weird jobs and kind of hiding. You could just see it. I have to tell you, I like him with the beard better than the clean shaven Superman. So here's here's a question. Yes, Superman bulletproof. Yeah, yeah. How come he can shave? Why couldn't he shave? Well, like if bullets can't penetrate his skin, how come a razor can penetrate his hair? Hairs? I don't know. Like, could he be bald? He could be bald, right? But like, he could be bald, but he couldn't nick himself shaving. So, like, does Superman have to eat? Like, does Superman even need shaving cream? Because if he can't, <laughs> like, if bullets can't penetrate his skin, yeah, how's the razor gonna get the hair? I don't know. Well, I mean, he, the razor can get the hair, but he's not gonna nick himself, right? Because it won't matter. He could use a rock. It doesn't matter. <laughs> right, big knife. <laughs> Yeah, he could um, he, he could use a butcher knife. He totally could. So, 
I'm trying to think what else. No, there's so much more to talk about with this movie. Okay. So, but I do like the bad guy. Zod, Michael Shannon. I like him. You know what else he's a bad guy in? No. Kangaroo Jack. I'm sure he's in a lot of things, but... But he's a great bad guy. He... This is going to sound wrong, and okay. I don't mean this in a bad way. Okay. We couldn't get Ray Liotta, so we got Michael Shannon. Is what... Whenever yeah, I yeah, yeah. feel like I see Michael Shannon, it's like, oh, it's Ray... Oh, that's not Ray Liotta. Like... Yeah, no, but, but they, I like But they play him. the same character. I was going to say... They absolutely play the same character. He's typecasted in a bad guys, but you know what? He does great. I think he's really good at it. And then there's also another guy who plays... So there's a couple others. There's an actor who plays the general, who's always the general or the big commanding officer. Yeah. I think he was in, um, I just forgot the Kiefer Sutherland program. 24. No, designated survivor. Oh. He was the general or something. And he's just always that. And then there was, there's an actor who was on Law and Order SVU, but then he left. Well, he's a big, big important guy on this movie too. And then there's a guy, I don't know any of their names. He is now on The Good Doctor on ABC. Freddie Highmore. No, the old guy. Anyway, okay. So now uh, Lois Lane is, is trying to figure out what this guy is all about because he keeps she keeps hearing about this yes. guy. And so, Amy Adams. I don't think we said that. No, so she's good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think Whatever. anyone could have played her. Yeah. So, yeah, I didn't really. It, it could have been anybody. I don't think she stood out. I mean, I thought Diane Lane did a great job as the mom. I thought she really stood yeah. out. What was the mom's name? Diane Lane. No, the character? Uh, Diane Lane. You don't remember the character's name? No. It's Martha. Oh, well, whatever. It's Diane Lane, and I thought she did a good job. It's a really big plot point. This is this is a, this is not a joke. Okay. In Batman vs. Superman, the movie. Yes. Both Batman Which I saw. and Superman. No, you watched Justice League. Did you, watch, you watch Batman vs. Superman? Uh-huh. Both of their names, their mom's names, are Martha. are Martha. Okay. So when Batman is about to kill Superman, Superman's like trying to tell Batman to tell his mom, like, it's going to be okay. And he says, Martha. Okay. And then Batman's like, where did you know that name? Why do you know that name? Why are you saying that name? Like there can only be one person in the world named Martha, which was also his mom's name. So he stops trying to kill Superman because he's like, why are you saying my mom's name? And Superman's like, what are you talking about, doofus? That's my mom. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. And there's a dog. Yeah, it's not Crypto, though. No. Crypto the super dog? Yeah. No, it's I Superman's can't... dog from Krypton. Oh, and okay. also there's Streaky the cat. Also, there's a horse and a monkey. Okay, yeah, no. There's just a dog. I want to say Bentley, but that's probably not his name. Yeah, well, it's not Crypto. It's not Crypto, so it doesn't matter. Doesn't the dog eat it? No, I don't think so. In the so. hurricane? No. The, we... the dog runs away, but the dad dies. Okay. Superman cannot save his own dad from no, her. No, didn't you see? The Kevin dad thought... the dad was like, Don't 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 do it. Why? Because he didn't want everyone to know he had superpowers. Uh guess what he could do, Kevin Costner? He could drive his fist to the whole head. It doesn't matter. Like I know, but I'm just saying, because he did. He went to run. And Kevin so, Costner's like anyway, No, I'll driving, accept death. They're driving down the road. Let's jump in if people haven't seen it, which you're really not missing anything, so don't bother. <laughs> um driving down the road. And then all of a sudden, which I'm, I know it does happen, it's hurricane, but not, I mean, no, tornado. Not like a, not like a tornado tornado. Do, do, like do, a, do, 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 yeah, do, this do. is like, oh my, and they're in Kansas, which is funny to me. It's huge. And it's, of course, it's all CGI. Wait, you mean they didn't contract a real tornado? You can't they weren't do like, that. They weren't like, excuse me, Mr. Tornado. Would you like a contract? Okay, I'll sign it. Yeah, no. So <laughs> all of a sudden then 
he has everybody run to the underpass. Yeah. And then Diane Lane's like, oh, no, I forgot the dog. So he goes back to get the dog. And then the a big car falls on his leg. Kevin Costner's like, but the dog gets out and the dog runs away. So Kevin Costner's like limping. And then here comes the, tor- the her- tornado. Tornado. Sorry, Whatever. I'm getting my storms mixed up. No, it's important. It's a difference. And he he is limping, and then here comes the tornado. It's getting really close, and Superman is going to jump out, and then Kevin Costner totally puts his hand up, like, mm-mm, don't do it, and he doesn't, and then poof, he's gone. Yeah, you know who, like, that's, like, not fair to? His wife. Right. Who his wife's like, hey, uh, like, I get that, like, you want him to be hidden, but, like, you're going to die and leave me alone? Like, I guess... I know. Okay, I guess this is more important than our marriage, you big dumb idiot. I thought it was weird. So then... Kevin Costner just wanted to get out of that movie, am I right? Right. That was just a little paycheck there. Um, so then things start happening. Yeah, which is really specific. Well, I can't remember what happens because I just... So help like, me with that. Zod so that, shows up and then he's that's like... That's what I was going yeah, to like, say. I'm looking for the crypto dude. And everyone's like, what are you talking about, you dumb idiot? No, and then... So then he... Oh, you are not alone. Goes around everybody's phone and all the televisions. And then it's basically like all... Sorry, it's audio. But it's his face is, his face is all fuzzy. Whose face? Zod's or whatever. And so then he's like, I want this guy and you need to bring him to me and everything and, and everyone's like who right nobody knows so the <coughs> biggest thing which i forgot to say is the s oh my gosh the s isn't for superman it's the symbol for hope yeah i got a symbol for hope for you <laughs> it's a fart coming out of a butt no it's not <laughs> so well then i forgot to say that russell crowe right right from the beginning he's dead the, the he's odd, been dead yeah yeah zod kills him but magically he appears no you know what he is he's the siri he's siri on uh on superman's ship which becomes the fortress of solitude got it he's just he's not really there he's oh, just siri but i was like how does i mean i know that it wasn't really him but you know what but, I, yeah yeah but how does he know what to say because they got dead. space technology that's stupid especially when amy adams is there and she's running and he's like Whoop, pointing Whoop pointing and i'm like this is really really stupid so stupid and i got mad at you a little bit why because you made me waste two hours and 20 minutes it's fun though no so this This was not okay i'm not a superhero person yes okay i don't i don't especially care for superhero movies yes but you like black panther you like iron man i like the marvel uh, marvel i like what they do because there's a little bit of everything this to me, and I'm so sorry if you disagree with me, this was absolute garbage. <laughs> I could have written, I'm sorry to the director and the writers of the screen of this movie, and I'm sorry if I've offended anyone. No, I you're really fine, am. you're fine. This is the best, scene. This is the best moment of the show okay, ever. No, but this is terrible. I could have written a much better script. Okay, ready? There's no story here. Okay, we're going to write a Superman movie right now. Okay, so, but here's what we're going to do. Okay. I, I can't write it right now. But you know what I mean. We're going to take a little bit more. I liked the beginning with the planet Krypton. and the, liked all that, which also did explain the whole kryptonite thing a little yeah. bit. Yeah, which I, kryptonite's not really in this movie. No, but. But, but you you get it. 
It's just in the next one, too, which they don't really explain. Like, they're like, what? But if you're making a remake based on an original, you've got to. So well, it's based on the comic more than like. Oh. But but this is a reboot of the Superman franchise. So it's not directly a remake of Superman 1 with. Who's Christopher guy? Reeves. With Christopher Reeves. It's a reboot. And it might be Reeve. Maybe there isn't an S. Yeah. It doesn't matter. It's a reboot of the original okay. concept so of Superman. We needed much more story. We need more story of him as a naked baby. You know what I mean? There's got to be more. There's got to be more story. So you think that, and I'm not I'm not making a joke here. Sure. You almost think that it would be cool if he doesn't become Superman. Till the end. You think, see, I'm not, again, not making fun of you. Or at you least think, halfway through. Right, right. But I actually wouldn't mind of like teenage, a movie about kind of Clark becoming Superman. So almost he's only, he doesn't really go to Metropolis yet. He's just in Smallville with almost just the t-shirt and jeans and like a makeshift cape. Because that's what he does in the comics before he really becomes Superman. Right. He literally runs around in a t-shirt and jeans and a cape. Yeah, no, I wouldn't even want that. I would take like the first quarter of the movie and do more of him growing up as a kid because and, I thought and, that was and interesting. And becoming Superman. Well, not becoming, but bit, like yes, discovering yes. who he is. Almost like an X-Men movie where it's like... Or the Spider-Man movie a little bit. Discovering these powers yes. and understanding these powers. Then we're going to get the Clark Kent part. The mm -hmm. reporter part. Because he doesn't become Clark Kent. Till the end. Till yeah. the, literally the last boom, Man of Steel. And I'm like, what? They <laughs> messed it up. See? Okay, so then he becomes Clark Kent. So then he's Clark Kent in my movie. Okay. And he gets to do that for a while, and then he meets Lois Lane, and there's a little bit of a huh, huh. back and forth. They kind of don't do yeah. maybe, and then, but then then we're starting to we know right from the beginning that he is Superman, um, and then they keep they keep going with that, and then it slowly progresses into more Superman, more Superman, more Superman. Would you have the villain be Zod? Or yes. Would, you wouldn't have it be like Lex Luthor. Like you wouldn't include Lex Luthor. Not yet. Not yet. You think it's okay that they didn't include Lex Luthor? Yes. There's hints at him. He's hinted. Well, I know because I saw him in the other in the. No, but I mean in the he's like when they're fighting in Metropolis. Uh huh. There's a Wayne Tech billboard. Right. There, there's Wayne this. There's Le Luthor. Lu uh, Lexcor that. There. There's a bunch of like buildings that are getting just what. I yes. don't care. Because uh, that's a whole plot of Batman vs Superman, where Batman comes in and is like, "This this is dumb old alien beat up our town, and we hate him. I hate him. I hate the alien." And then they fight. I know, but that's all it is. So it's terrible. It's so terrible. I'm so glad that I didn't see this in a movie theater because I might ask him for my money back. Really? You really did? <laughs> this is don't even bother looking at the movie poster. It's Superman. <laughs> it's kind of fun. <laughs> Do you think that it is tough to write Superman because no. he. No. Now, here's what I mean, though. Because he is an invincible character. It is hard to write the perfect character because how does the perfect character have conflict? You, you see right. what I'm saying? is If he can do everything, right. what's stopping him? Well, so, but all I'm, I definitely agree with you. But what I'm saying is, and maybe this is why I didn't like the movie, is it just felt like they got it out of order. I just, it needed, they hit you right at the beginning with like, he's hiding. Well, why is he hiding? Because we don't really know. They did a couple flashbacks, but who knows? They needed to move the order around. It's like one of those magic puzzles where you have to put it in order. Well, they dropped it on the floor and messed it up. And the whole the whole theory and rumor is at the beginning, remember when he's saving the guys on the oil tanker? Yes. And then he falls in the water? Well, and hello, Mr. All of a Sudden I Have No Shirt On. It burned up. No, wait a minute. No, I'm going. Don't do that. Um, don't make that face. 
I'm not. He going... had to work really hard. Did you read the? Oh yeah. The notes that he had to work really, really hard to get that body because he didn't want to. He didn't want them to fake it. I don't know what that's yeah, called. Yeah, where CGI. They, CGI, or he didn't want to have to wear makeup. So that's his body. Um. Now here's my. Stop making that face. Here's my problem with this. Okay. With the the Superman being able to shave thing. I'm going back to this because he's in a burning oil tanker, right? Yes. Should have just. So can his hair burn? Apparently not, because he was all... But if his hair can't burn, how can a razor cut it? I don't know. This is my turn to talk, not your turn. But could <laughs> Superman just, like, shave by, like, dropping his face into a coal? Like... I don't know. I've no idea. It's a good point. I didn't even think about it. Because, yeah. So, but the whole thing is when he falls into the water. Remember when he's yes. kind of, like, falling? It's like, oh, and it, like, zooms out. Aquaman saved him. That's what? like the theory. Oh. And and I think it was Jason Momoa was like, totally. And it's like, what? Why would? No, he just woke up. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. He's Superman. He's invincible. Like He, he doesn't he... need anyone to save him. Can he die from drowning? No. But why not? Because he's Superman. But how does he? Because like, how does he breathe? Because he needs to breathe. He's he... Superman. Right. Do you know why he's Superman? Like what makes him super on Earth? No. The sun. Oh, yeah. I do remember it's that. The, in it's the... the suns. Yes. So. So there's a comic that's an Elseworld. It, it's these alternate ooga booga booga things. And instead of Kal-El coming to Earth, okay. Earth is about to explode. And these two scientists, uh, Pa Kent, don't remember his actual name, and Martha Kent send their little Earth baby into space. And oh. he lands on Krypton, but he's super weak because it does the opposite. So like if we went to Krypton, we would be super, super weak. Right. Because their sun weakens us, but it our sun heightens them. Um, like So it's like our sun is giving us strength. Okay. Uh, but it's interesting. Huh. Yeah. But this movie is not. How did, he, how did baby Superman eat in that pod? What do you think he ate? What do you think they packed him? If you were packing... They packed him nothing. They just plopped his little booty and this little naked booty in there, and then they just pushed the button. Okay. The earth is about to explode. Yes. It's October 13th, 1990. I'm one day old. Okay. Aww. You're making a thanks, mom. You're making a little rocket for me because you could shoot me into space. I wouldn't shoot you into space. Okay, I'd thanks for letting you. me die. Um, I'd keep you. You're gonna shoot me into space, okay? What are you gonna pack with me? Diapers, wipes. <laughs> Not that you could do it because you're a little baby. Yeah. Some food. I'd hook up some little alarm thing that would just shoot little bottles of milk <laughs> in your mouth. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I know that's just silly. Like me going, you put a naked baby in a rocket, but. But, like, I also like that a naked baby in a rocket is fine for a very long trip. That right. they're just like, hope this lands on a planet. Bye. Well, but I was just so surprised that we did. They did. It was like, okay, goodbye, rocket. And then we go into the um, fisherman in the oil rig. And I went, wait, I want to know about the little baby in the in the thing. And is he okay? And do you think that do you think? think that this movie relied too much on you knowing Superman already? No, I don't think so, because I think the opposite is true. I you, think they wanted you to not, because I don't know very much. And I'm going, uh-uh, that's not right. Really? They just kind of, you think they just kind of like, uh, there's one scene too where he's in his ship in the Antarctic. Okay. And he's like walking around and he looks at all these pods on the, and one of them's open. Did you notice that? Yes. Do you know who that is? No. Uh, the rumor, again, I, it might be Zod, but a lot of people are like, it's not Zod, because Zod came on his own, blah, blah, blah. It's his sister, Kara Kent, who or Kara L, Kara L, whatever her name is, Supergirl. Oh. Like she was a teenager. Yes. When she came to Earth, 
And for some reason, the pod helped her not age. So, like, she's technically older than Superman. Huh. But, like, she didn't age, blah, blah, blah. Like, kind of like Thor's sister. Yeah, sort of, I guess. Sure. Like, she well, she, she, didn't she should a... be super, super old. Yes, you're right. Well, oh, no, I'm always... Well, apparently I've forgotten how to speak. Amelie? Amelie? <laughs> All I'm saying is we didn't even know Thor had a sister till like the second or the third one. And all of a sudden there she is. Yeah. So, yes. <coughs> this movie's terrible. I mean, I this movie, don't even bother. Are there going to be more or can they be done now? Eh, we don't know. Who I, knows? You know. No, they really don't. So, what the, so you know how Marvel has the cinematic universe? Yes. Where Ant-Man can show up in Avengers and right. the Hulk can show up in Thor and blah, blah, blah. Right. Well, DC tried that and... Essentially, they saw Marvel's big Lego structure and said, we can do that, and got a big thing of Duplo blocks and some glue. And we're like, look, it's the same. And everyone's like, this sucks. And then they hit it with a baseball bat. And DC was like, no, look, it still kind of works. And then they like glued Duplo blocks to the side. And they're like, that's not even how Duplo blocks work. Huh. Um, it's called Worlds of DC now. Huh. It's not technically connected. Huh. So there are three movies about the Joker in development. None of them are connected. Huh. Uh, Alec Baldwin was in one as Thomas Wayne, but he's like dropped out. I think I don't know. I, it, yeah, I'm sorry, but I'm not a DC girl. No, because the DC movies. Okay, you want to know what ruined the DC movies? Because you can look at all the DC movies up until this point. This is what ruined the DC movies, and I'm not being trying to be edgy or joke here. The Dark Knight. The Dark Knight ruined DC movies because the Dark Knight was so amazing and right. so perfect because of its dark, gritty nature. Every other DC movie is like, we could do that. We could do that. We could try that. And it's just like, bah, 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 get out of here, Donald Duck. I know. I was like, okay. The only one I did like mm-hmm. was Wonder Woman. Yeah, Wonder Woman's fine. It's, it's, <laughs> DC has this really bad habit of making these superhero movies that feel like they came out 15 years ago. Yeah. Like, like Wonder Woman feels like it could have came out alongside Daredevil. Suicide Squad feels like it could have came out alongside the old Incredible Hulk movie and the with Eric Bana right. and the X-Men movies. Like, it just, they feel so dated already. And I saw them in theaters. Right. Like, I saw them in theaters and they felt dated. Right. <sighs> apparently, Ben Affleck's out as, apparently, Henry Cavill is, but isn't out as Superman. But we don't know. But we might get a new Superman movie and it might be Michael B. Jordan, which I don't like. Michael B. Jordan? Yeah. Here's why I don't like Michael B. Jordan as Superman. Michael B. Jordan cannot be nerdy and dumpy. I don't think I know who he is. Is he Killmonger from Black Panther? The, the, oh, the... yeah, no. He's already... Hey, auntie. Yeah. No, no. He's been like three superhero movies. Um, oh. He was in that Garbage Fantastic Four reboot. Yes. He's Johnny Storm. And everyone's yes. like, oh, he can't be Johnny Storm. And he was fine. Because Chris Evans was Johnny Storm. Well, yeah. Um... Right? Isn't that the original one? Yeah. They, and Michael Chiklis was the brick guy? The brick guy, yep. I don't. His name is uh, The I, Thing. I don't know why I could not remember Ben Grimm, The Thing. Oh, yeah. But Ever he, loving Blue Eyed Thing. Yeah, one of my favorite Marvel characters. Not a joke. I actually love The Thing. Um, okay. And that's Marvel, not DC? That's Marvel. Oh, okay. But that's not in the MCU yet because blah, 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 blah. Okay. Um, okay, who do you think could play a good Superman? And not just a good Superman, but a good Clark Kent, too. You know what I mean? That, like... Dumpy I like the guy that did Smallville. Yeah, that's fair. What's he doing? I don't know. He's doing um Hallmark movies. Ah, oh, bummer. I'm sure he's doing other stuff. Cause, yeah. You know. But no, I 
I just, this was not good. You got to be able to play that like awkward, weird, and not like Spider-Man. Right. It's different than Spider-Man. A little bit more nerdy, but not teenage nerdy. More like, I know. Normal. He's got to be normal. And and a little bit, a little tiny bit naive. Mm -hmm. Because this guy is very built and very rugged and no. I saw a really cool thing that was it was this artist's interpretation of what they how they would draw all these different famous characters of DC, Marvel or whatever. And his Superman was really cool because when it's Superman, it's the exact same body structure. He's a little bit bigger and he and you know, he's almost like he's like a very normal almost like a Seth Rogen body. Okay. Not like not like, you know, a little big, but not like Jonah Hill early, you know, not like early two thousands Jonah Hill. Okay. But like a little bit bigger, but the posture it's different. It's straight up. And then when he's Clark Kent, his posture is almost like a para, like a, a curve. Like oh, wow. all the way down. Because he's just so like okay. on top of himself. Right. And so he looks dumpy when he's Clark Kent. But when he's Superman, he looks like built. And so right. it's a really... I think that whoever plays Superman needs to be able to do both. I think so. Like no one's going to look at Michael B. Jordan as Superman and look at him at Clark Kent and be like, that's two different guys. Because he's too like... He's too cool. Yeah, I don't think I'd like him to be Superman. He's just, he's too cool. No, I want him to be a really bad guy. He is good at playing a bad guy. He's yeah, very good at playing I like a bad him. guy. Okay. <laughs> you having fun? Yeah, no, I just, this movie is terrible. <laughs> Do you love it? No. I enjoyed it at the time when I first saw it. Okay. Uh, it kind of sucks again on the second viewing. Yeah, there was a couple of times that I'm just like, what? What? I bet that if you Google, I bet you can find out, like, the whole thing with Superman being a baby and, like, not pooping on himself. Because, no, no, but I'm serious. Because, like, I'm sure that someone has addressed it in the comics. Like, hey, how come you didn't poop all over yourself? Or how come it's just not covered up? Yeah, you're probably cold. Well, yeah, but you're it's... flying through space in a little rocket. <laughs> Pretty cold. It's a little cold. Spaceships so... don't usually have windows. I mean, they have small little windows, but this whole thing is like, looks like a box of a Buzz Lightyear action figure. It totally did. That's what I thought of, too. I was like, oh, it looks like a little toy box. So, okay. So this movie's terrible. Do not do anything to it. Walk away from it. What do you rent it? Or what do you, what do you rate it? Throw it Buy in the trash. It. Step on it. Burn it. Get rid of it. You hated it. Absolutely, positively hated it. <laughs> It was a waste. It was two hours and 20 minutes. I will never, ever get back. Fair enough. Don't want to talk about it anymore. My movie was The Fly. It starred. Sorry. Yeah, this is one. <laughs> See, here's the thing. You were like apologizing before you rewatch it. Cause you're like, I loved this movie as a teenager. Yeah, because I think and it I'm came like, out in 85. Yeah, so but I like, like I have not watched this movie because like the grossness of Cronenberg has kind of like dissuade me. Yeah, like I, I love Cronenberg. I don't because know who of, he is. David Cronenberg is known for doing these gross horror like <laughs> my head exploded and my brain exploded and my arms exploded. What, and what would I maybe know that he's done? Can you I, think of anything off the top of your head? I I'm gonna. This is gonna be so wrong and people are gonna get so mad. I want to say he did the thing. He might not have done the thing. But okay. But, but I, I don't think I've With Kurt I've Russell in the Arctic yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. I don't think I've seen anything it, that he's done. Why would you? Because exactly. it's all gross and disgusting. Right. Uh, and Jeff, that, Go- Jeff Goldblum says an F word in this movie. And he it, does. And, and it he's was, got the total 80s hair. He and Gina Davis have the same hair. They really notice? do. But like also, I don't think I've ever seen a movie where Jeff Goldblum has said an F word. I'm sure he has. I'm very well, much. Yeah. I'm sure he has. But like he said it and I was like, huh. Don't like I was trying to recall a movie where Jeff Goldblum swears at all. Right. 
I don't know any other movie that he's in. Jeff Goldblum? Yeah. Jurassic Park. Oh, duh. Sorry, total mind. He's in like all of the Wes Anderson movies. Oh, he, got it. Jeff Goldblum, mom. I mean, I know he's who the he... collector in Thor Ragnarok. Oh, that's right. He's in everything. Oh, I forgot. Jeff Goldblum's the man. Well, you do really like him. I think Jeff Goldblum is a very talented actor. Yes. And he's very, very good at acting. Um, he's gross in this movie. But that's the point. But yeah, but like so, okay, this movie is very enjoyable and it's one of those movies that i'm like why have they not remade this definitely because do you know what this movie is it's like seven different stories it you you can watch this movie and go wait this feels like they pulled inspiration for this movie from this the opening scene feels like okay the whole character he kind of feels like iron man yeah where he's like i'm the best i'm the smartest i created this look at how amazing i am i don't need this i'm better than you like that kind of narcissistic, I'm the coolest. Right. Like, because I'm so smart. Right. But it also feels a little Jekyll and Hyde. Right. Because he really becomes the monster. It's gross. Like, it's fun. It's super gross. But it's fun. Uh, that, that baboon that gets flipped inside out. I was eating popcorn and I'm like, oh, put it down. <laughs> put, put down. The what? popcorn. Oh, I thought you meant put down the baboon. No, I meant put down the popcorn because I went, ooh. And I closed my I closed my eyes now. I've seen this. I saw this when it came out in eighty five. This is it's gross. It is gross. And but I'm it's sorry. A, no, I'm not. Because it this is okay. Ready, listeners? It's eighties gross. Yeah, it's pretty yeah. This isn't like late two thousands where the stuff is so realistic. Yeah, no. This is man, I wish I was on that set. Because you know you got four guys pumping blood into this this inverse monkey and it's just like a little hand puppet being like kill me <laughs> well and did you see so that be afraid be very afraid that's where it came from i was like oh she's quoting something and then i'm like looking i'm like this is from the fly yeah because i poked it and did you see who was a producer and didn't want his name on it because Mel brooks because he didn't want people to think it was a joke right what a freaking genius to be like, this is fun. Oh, another movie that definitely got inspiration from this is Kevin Smith's Tusk. Oh, yeah. Tusk is such a not Kevin Smith movie. I, I've like, heard about it. it. It's yucky. It's about, it's essentially me uh, because it's, it's this kid and his, his friend who look like me and Taylor, okay, which is weird. He hosts a podcast and like he like makes fun of people on the podcast. We but don't make fun we don't of make people. fun of people. But the whole thing is they make fun of people, and then they go to find these people to interview them, like from okay. like viral videos. Okay. Like uh, a kid with a ninja sword like chopped his own hand or something. Like and they want to go make fun of him, and then they went to go interview that kid and he like died. But so they find this guy who puts this weird Craigslist that's like looking. For, they're looking for something. I don't remember. This guy wants to turn some. He essentially turns Justin Long into a walrus. Oh, gross. Um, but it's weird. Yeah, I don't know. Um, we don't want to talk about that. No, but it but it's very reminiscent yes. of the of this movie. Like, and that's why I just I don't know. I love this movie. It was really fun. It's very quiet. There's one thing that you have to know. There are a couple times where, okay, we did we said earlier at the top of the episode, it's New Year's. I've barely slept. I was like watching this, and like there are times where I'm closing my eyes, and I'm like, is the movie still playing? <sighs> like, there's no talking. Right, and then I would open my eyes, and there's there there's just a lot of like him at the computer doing stuff, and she's standing there kind of freaked out. Like there's a lot of no anything, like you know, in a good way. Right, like it's a lot of just Character relying. Building. Yeah. Um, okay, so this movie starts with Jeff Goldblum, and he's like in a place, 
And he's like, I'm a scientist. And this lady's like, I'm interested. And he's like, let's go talk at my house. My lab. A wink. Yeah. So then they go talk at the lab. And he's like, this is a teleporter. Here's your stalking. And she's like, neato. And then she's like, I'm recording, by the way. He's like, get out of here. And she's like, okay. And yeah, because he's like, you can't write about it yet. I'm not done. And then she goes to her boss. And her boss is like, I'm skeevy. And she was like, good. And then, and then like, then like Jeff Goldblum like, Tries to teleport a monkey and it flips inside. <laughs> that poor monkey. So gross. That poor monkey. Uh, and then Honey, Jeff. it didn't really happen. Yeah, but I mean, it's kind of. Okay. It's. This is going to make me sound like a psychopath. I think that it is very funny in movies when something is teleported and it is teleported wrong. So it's just like flipped inside out. Like, that's not funny. It's very creepy and scary. But it's kind Doesn't of. Does that happen in Ant Man or something? Galaxy like... Quest. With the sheep. No, there was a movie I saw and it was sheep and it... And it wasn't Ant-Man. The second one. No, they don't flip a sheep inside out in Ant-Man. Something... Anyway, some movie. Somebody will tell us what movie I'm thinking of. It's definitely in Galaxy Quest. It's like a little pig monster and they flip it inside out. Because they're trying to get Tim Allen back on the ship. That's what it is. Okay. Um, But so then anyway, so then uh, she's like, okay, I got to go dump my skeevy boss or something. And Jeff Goldblum's like, "Ah, I'm jealous. So he puts himself in the teleporter. Naked. Naked. Yeah, which we'll talk about that because there's kind of a mis- there's a there's a there's a problem there. So he's naked in the teleporter. And the yes. fly's also naked in the teleporter. The fly's well, wearing little fly jeans. Um Yeah. The no, flies, but he doesn't see the fly. No, he doesn't see the fly. The monkey sees the fly. Yeah. Because the monkey's just there. Because he right. just has this monkey. Not named. Monkey should have been named. Yeah. Mom, name the monkey. Go. Okay. Benji. Good. Benji. Okay, so Benji's Benji's d- a baboon, isn't he? Yeah. So he's Benji the baboon. Okay. I was going to say Bernard, so I guess we were on the same wavelength. Okay. So Benji the baboon is sitting there, and he's just like, I'm a monkey. Uh-oh, a fly. And the fly got in the teleporter with Jeff Goldblum. And Jeff Goldblum teleports, and he teleports to the other thing. And he's like, I did it. Hooray. And then the fly's like, I guess. Um, so then he becomes... He gets more and more fly-like throughout the movie progresses. He gets creepier and weirder and blah, 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 yes, blah. creepy. Five hours. It took five hours of makeup to get him that way, especially to the Well, every ending. time we see him, he's more and more progressed. Yes. Um, which is weird because sometimes he kind of like – it feels like he goes back and forth. Like at the very beginning when he's like hobbling around with like the canes, it's looking like he's getting pretty haggard. And like the next scene, he's like crawling on the wall and you're like, oh, you don't need the canes anymore? No, because he's turning more into – he's got more fly – body parts instead of people pop body parts because the people parts won't work be- because okay, he's a okay, fly. Okay, okay, well okay. that was like when he said to her do you want to see what else I have in my medicine cabinet I didn't know yeah I do Yeah. show me your dingus yeah. <laughs> did it fall off his ear fell off yeah it was so gross Great uh, G- makeup. Do you see what Gina Davis said about that? No. She was like, she didn't really get grossed out during the movie because it's like, whatever. That part grossed her out where his ear fell off and he was like in her lap. She's like, ew, 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 ew. Right. Or, and I was grossed out when he was thrown up on the food. I thought that was hilarious. Jeff Goldblum. Okay. Jeff Goldblum plays this movie so serious in a good way that like you're not laughing at Jeff Goldblum, but you're like, this dude's a psycho in like such a weird and funny way. Like right. when he's like, okay, kids, uh, let me uh, teach you how the the Bertram fly or whatever's gonna eat, eat Brindle. Brindle fly eats his food. He, uh, he he doesn't chew it up. His teeth are, are not real. He regurgitates on them. And he's like, <laughs> I'm just like, what so is this? Gross. What is this? Yeah, it was gross, and and it just kept getting grosser. And then yeah. like the part where he gets her from the hospital. Yeah, like she okay. 
this this is a very interesting and and, and we'll talk about this. So she is pregnant with she's, Jeff Goldblum's baby and right. she's freaked out by it. she's having these nightmares that it's gonna be a big fly, ugly monster baby. So she's freaked out so she wants to get an abortion, which is I feel like pretty hot topic for the eighties. Yeah. Like that's like a whoa. Yeah. I mean I get it, but like, whoa. Right. We're just treating this like a thing that can happen which Whatever. Right. But I just feel like now it's still such a hot, like a hot button issue that even in the 80s, I'm sure it was like, whoa. Right. And then, go ahead. So he jumps through the window. Okay. And his body is totally gross. Yeah. And it looked like he's totally wearing a Speedo, but there was nothing there. And she's like, yeah, because he doesn't have any parts. He's naked, which she never makes any reference to. Like, she's like, hey, by the way, in like. 20 minutes ago, you just stopped wearing clothes? <laughs> I know, right? And all your parts fell off. Everything fell off. You don't even have little nipples or anything. <laughs> I know. Ooh. Uh, and he, he's like touching her and she's like, this is fine. And I'm like, no, because you can like see his skin is weird. Yeah. So then her boss is coming and he's like, I'm going to get the, the fly man. And Ugh. Jeff Goldblum drops off the ceiling and is like full fly at this point. And he, he regurgitates onto the boss's hand. And the boss sits there and, like, freaks out about it for a couple seconds and then is just contemplative about it, I guess. Well, and then his skin melts away. Yeah, yeah. But as his skin's melting away, he goes from, like, oh, 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 to, like, well, this is what my life is now. Like, know, he just kind of, he's kind of just, like, he stops reacting so negatively. Like, it almost tones down. He's like, nah, the pain stopped, but it's still gross to look at. And then Jeff Goldblum's going to eat his foot. And he like starts to peel his foot off. And then Gina Davis is like, hey, the hand thing was cool, but maybe not the foot. Please stop. <laughs> like, so gross. And then the boss shoots him. And then he doesn't die, but he gets teleported because he's going to make, he's going to, he wants to fuse with Gina Davis and have a, the Gina Davis baby and him all in one body because he wants to be human again. But like, here's the problem. He throws her in the teleporter. Yes. She's wearing clothes. Yes. But like when he teleported himself earlier, he was like very naked. yeah. Why, he was naked, right? So like, wouldn't it also be like Gina Davis, Jeff Goldblum, a a a baby, a fetus, some jeans? Yeah, Gina Davis's clothes. Gina Davis, some Gina Davis's jeans, a sweater. Yeah. A hair tie, probably some hair product. Yeah. Now wait a minute. If you have like stuff in your hair, not like a physical thing. But like oil or right. like like cream, right? Would the cream fuse? Because like it could like or like if she's wearing glasses, you'd have to take those off, right? Ugh, I don't know. So okay. anyway, Ugh. so earlier I was like, I'm surprised this movie hasn't been remade, and you were like, Yeah, I you know who could, you, okay? So say who you we're gonna both say who we think could remake this. Did I already say it? Because I don't remember. Not on the show. You said Jordan Peele. Oh. Yes, I did. I said, well, I probably called him the Peel guy because I. You called him the Peel guy. Yes, and Jordan Peel because he makes doesn't he isn't he the one that did the Get Out? He did Get Out. He's, and doing, he's doing us. The Twilight Zone. Yes, he's doing Twilight Zone. You know how I feel like he could do this though because his movies are usually much more. Not like much more. Intricate than this, okay. like there's they're, they're all metaphorical and blah blah. This would be a very interesting movie if. This is going to sound very weird. He could almost do the whole thing about, like, abortion. Not like the whole thing is about the abortion, right. but, like, it, it's this huge metaphor for it. Or, yeah, but, I see, I could also see him doing it, like, and all this stuff keeps happening, and then at the end, 
the main character wakes up and it was well that would be really... so hokey i know but it was good. Be so... it's bob newhart oh. no 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 it's it's no the guy we were talking about for superman yeah that's who should be the fly henry cavill no the other jim caviezel jesus no michael b jordan yes Oh, he would do so good because he could be so good at that, like at being that kind of like playboy. Like I'm smart, I'm a scientist, and then just. Like, is, but he wouldn't even have to be. I mean, you could. They could do anything with scientists or. Whatever. Well, he has to be a scientist, mom, because he creates a teleporter. Can't be but, like I'm a car mechanic. Look what I made. No, but they could. They reboot. They could change it. It doesn't have to be. He doesn't have to create it. They could bring in. A, with the reboots, they change all the stuff. I mean, That's look true. at Man of Steel. It's not the right way, and they did it anyway. Um, I think Kevin Smith could do a really good The Fly. Oh, it I would, think it, so too. it wouldn't be Jay and Silent Bob meet no. The Fly. It wouldn't be some stupid kind of schlocky joke. He would take it super seriously. Yes. And that's what I think would be. Because didn't Kevin Smith do Scream? No. No. Kevin Smith likes Scream, but he's, he's in Scream 3, but he did not do Scream. Oh, okay. But he did... Kevin Smith has done a couple like weird well, horror. Red State is a, another one that's really hard to find uh, for some reason. Uh, it's a horror movie about but not about the Westboro Baptist Church. It's super interesting. Huh. It's Ooh. scary, okay. but it's like really cool. Okay. Um, and you forget that it's a Kevin Smith movie. I, I would. Okay. So, but I think Kevin Smith could, yeah, could do a really cool The Fly because it would be the cast would all be people that you like don't expect. Right. Because he, he does that a lot where it's like like Haley Joel Osment and Justin Long are the two male leads in Tusk. Right. Great. That's awesome. He, he doesn't go for like Brad Pitt and George Lewis. That's not a name. I yeah. <laughs> I went, I, man, I shot the moon on that one. Right. I had literally probably a million people's names I could have said. And you said George Lewis. George Lewis. Any relation to Jerry? Or George Lopez. Or George Clooney. Or I George Lucas. Or that's where you're going for. Yeah, I said George Lewis. Everyone's favorite movie star, George Lewis. There you go. Um, but I but I think that or he could do like, uh, wait a minute. What? George Clooney? No. Oh yes, he could be so gross. Okay, George Clooney in the eighties. Early George Clooney, not, not George, George Clooney. Clooney now. He's and not. I love George Clooney, but he's too old. George now. Clooney now could be the boss, the editor, who gets who's like skeevy. Yes. Well, we don't want to see George Clooney skeevy, but yes. I mean, I like love George Clooney, he's so cool. Yeah. Yeah, he's just cool. I like. Uh, this movie gets a rant hit because it is. Why'd you make that face? Because I, I remember I loved it. My seventeen-year-old self. No, I was probably nineteen. Doesn't matter. Loved it. Well, it's so schlocky. My fifty-two-year-old It's schlocky and gross, and like I love it. it. I'm not sleeping tonight. It's so much fun because it's just like here's 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 why I love it. Okay. All the behind-the-scenes crap. Because you look at this and go, this isn't CGI. The reason right. that you could make a good The Fly now, but it wouldn't be as good because of the practical effects. The practical effects would need to be there. You need to have all this cool makeup. The puppetry at the end when he like busts out of his human skin and is a giant fly monster. That is cool. Because it's like six different guys doing this puppet. Right. I would like to see the original version with Vincent Price. Yeah, not as good. Oh, you've seen it? No, I've heard that it's like, whatever. <laughs> oh, well, good enough. All right. So that was a rent it. That was a rent it for sure. All right. Should I do our stuff? Yeah, do it. We have a Facebook. Kid Tested Mother Approved on Facebook. We have an email. Uh, our email is... Uh, 
KTMA, KTMA show at gmail.com. We have a Twitter. Uh, KTMA show. Twitter.com slash KTMA show. We have a Patreon if you'd like to support our baby little podcast. Yeah, Patreon.com slash KTMA show. We have Discord if you'd like to talk to us. Yeah, it's in the, we, we've been using the Discord more, which is fun. Uh, I've been using it for like the show. Like, hey, what do you guys want to see or blah, 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 blah. Like, so it's been fun. Sounds good. Um, and if you'd like to buy some cool merchandise, it's T Public. Check it out, T E E Public, and put in KTMA Show or Contested Mother Approved, and there it is. Um, also, our December exclusive, it will be gone probably tomorrow or the next day. It will be <gasps> gone soon. So if you still want to get that December exclusive item, what was it? It was the space themed logo. Oh, wink. Oh, it looked like a very specific. It was a parody of a very specific space themed franchise logo. Wink. But yep. I said KTMA. It looked really cool. It did look really cool. It was actually one of my favorites. Um. That's going to be going away. We're going to get a new one for January. Then there'll be no more. Uh, we might bring them back as like an end of the year thing of like, look, all of them. You can get them all again. I'm not guaranteeing anything because I'll forget that I said this 12 months from now. Um, but somebody working on January's. It'll go up uh, after this episode. So if you want to find out what it is. Check us out. Check us out. Uh, Let me see. Okay. Now, do you want to do, what do you want to do now? Do you want to, I haven't I seen go anything good. Where are you? <laughs> you are home, silly boy. Uh, now we're in our amazing studio, which is four stories up in a big penthouse. Uh, no, it's little, in a spare bedroom. Now there's a little butler monkey, but he's got his he's got his normal parts where they should be. He's not. I cannot believe we just reviewed the fly, and I completely didn't say my insides are on my outside about that dumb monkey. Oh yeah. That's something I say in every movie. That's and right. I was just like, ah, funny monkey dead on the ground. All right, next thing. Well, yeah. My insides are on my outside. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, okay. So I haven't seen anything cause I've just been watching movies. If you, I hope you guys didn't miss it. We had a bonus episode. I was watching movies for that. I've been on vacation. I caught up with everything else. Yeah. We're going to have our other thing. Uh, I'll talk about what I, what I sure. watched just so before I forget. Uh, Black Mirror came out with a new interactive movie. I wanted you to talk about this. It's called Black Mirror Bandersnatch, which is a, it's a Lewis Carroll character, uh, but they've did completely different context in the show. Uh, it's about a choose your own adventure book, uh, but the whole movie is you choose the plot. You choose like at the very beginning, it kind of teaches you how to play, right. like because the dad's like, "Do you want sugar puffs or frosted flakes?" Because they're British. And you choose which one using your remote. Before, I'm going to totally interrupt you. This is not for children. No, 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 this no, no, is, no, 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 no. I was telling It's grandma, rated R. Yeah, I was telling Grandma. And she's like, or oh, MA have fun or for the family. I'm like, no, 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 no. It's rated MA. It's rated MA. It's for adults because it gets really weird and, and really- drug and usage. There's drug use. There's swearing. Like um, there's murder. But, you know, if you've ever seen a Black Mirror episode, I was trying to explain Black Mirror to somebody because I was like, have because I was talking to one of my uh, my regulars at work about Black Mirror. And like, I haven't seen it. I go, well, do you like Twilight Zone? They go, I love Twilight Zone. I go, then watch Black Mirror. It's modern Twilight Zone. Okay. That's all it is. Because Twilight Zone capitalized on the fears of the 60s. You had aliens. You had Weird the, the devil. Dolls. Doll, but, but these things that were very popular to be afraid of. Right. Politics. This. In this era it's technology yes. technology is evil it yes. scares us so all black mirror is is about weird technology taking over and being scary and, and ruining your life and black mirror is su black mirror is very good but man do you need to decompress after every episode you watch it and then sit down and go what did i just watch wow there's 
But this Bandersnatch. Bandersnatch right? is a very good movie. It's very fun. A lot of people are like, oh, it's something good. No, but it's fun to do it's it. It's so fun because it's so interesting and all the different things that can happen. Because there's really, it takes some pretty different turns depending on what you do. Like, it can take some hard turns. Like, uh, I played it with Whitney. We watched it. And it felt pretty forward, like straightforward. And there were things that you and I, when you and I and Dad watch it, just completely neglected to do. Well, and my favorite part was I got to, you got to pick the um, soundtrack. Sort of, yeah, for that one scene when he's coming yeah, in. Yeah, he's looking, he's on the bus, and then it was like Thompson Twins or something else. Like that now I, that's what I call hits, too. And it's like, poo, I don't know that. But I know Thompson Twins, so I was like, yep. So, like yeah, this. so Hold Me Now starts playing. And, like, he, it's even as he's, like, walking into the building, it's still playing, which I thought was a really cool thing to, like, kind of have that. But, yeah, and even later, like, but that's the thing is your choices matter. Yeah. Because, like, later in the thing, like, a character would be like, what do you listen to to get in the mood? And without saying, like, to get in the mood to, like, play games or, or to make games. Without even, like, having the choice come back, the main character's like, oh, Thompson Twins. Because that's what I picked. Because that's what you picked earlier. So it's very interesting to see right. how these things change and, and whatever. It's really fun. But again, it's for mature audiences only. So don't let your kids play. Yeah, it's no, not it's, it's not a kid's It's not a kid's show. No. There are definitely better other Choose Your Own Adventure kids stuff on Netflix. I know there's a Minecraft thing. Is there? Yeah, Minecraft Story Mode is on Netflix now. There's a bunch of stuff that's on Netflix that's for, for kids. This is definitely a really cool way to do a Choose Your Own Adventure uh, book for an adult. Uh, it's really fun. It's kind of fun. We, I, I was a little scared, but I... You were scared the whole time. Yeah. Because you thought something terrible was going to happen. And I was like, well, not Maybe. yet. You're, the, guy, the dad's like, what cereal do you want? You're like, don't kill anybody. <laughs> I know. <laughs> like, I what? So, all right, are you ready? Let's do it. Oh, wait, did we get any emails this week? Uh, I don't think so. Do you want to check or you yeah. didn't check? Uh, I'll check right now. Okay. So, what I want to tell you is that... Are you sad? Yeah. Because guess what? The what? Hallmark Christmas movies are over. Oh, I'm bummed. But don't be so sad because guess what? There what? is now a Hallmark Channel podcast, Sh Ruben. Oh, I was like, I thought you were about to say there was a Hallmark Christmas movie channel. And I was about to be like, no, no, absolutely not. No. It is a podcast. Okay. And different people host it, different, different actors, and they talk about stuff. And then... If that's not enough, honey, don't get sad. Okay. Because then the Hallmark Movie and Mystery Channel also does a podcast. What? Yes. Do they talk about murder? I don't know because I haven't listened to it yet. I'm going to listen to it and I'm going to write them an email. Okay, you do that. Hey, big nerds. Here's a movie for you. Santa Claus is found dead in the gutter. No, no. So so we are going to finish up with Countdown to Christmas, but don't be sad, Ruben. Why? Because Winterfest is coming. Winterfest is the dumbest thing I've ever heard of. Oh, no, because then there's one for Valentine's, and then Ooh. there's one for spring, and then Ooh. there's one for June weddings, and then there's one for fall, and then there's one for, yeah. Wait, no, hold on. Pause. Okay. You said then there's one for June weddings. Okay. For summertime weddings. Okay, thank you, because I'm like, June, and then just directly into fall. No, no, summer, and then, so weddings. June is weddings, and then there's mm -hmm. summer, and then there's all kinds of... I, I mean, want to go just... in directly to the Hallmark headquarters. In Kansas? There's one in Kansas. And Kansas I want to go in, and I just want to punch everyone oh, right in the head. Because I love it. And just get ready, because next year, it's going to be even better, because it's the 10th year of celebrating Countdown to Christmas. Remember when these dorks only made cards? I know, like, and now they... they're a big deal. Okay, so here you go. Ready? Wait we a minute. Have... Wait a minute. I just realized something. What? Everyone's like, all these Hallmark movies are the same. Yeah, these doofuses made Christmas cards that all say exactly the same thing inside. What did you expect? All right, you ready? What? Here we go. Give me the title. I have to look at it. 
Jingle around the clock. Jingle around the clock. Yes. A big city business is almost like a like a punishment. A big city businesswoman is a musician. She she owns a music store, and she is a big big musician. But she's gonna get bought out. She's about to get bought out by a big franchise music store, and she doesn't want to get bought out. Uh, but who is in charge of the music franchise is her old high school boyfriend from her small town in Oklahoma called Podunkus, and her dad is Brian Doyle Murray and he's Santa Claus. I hate this. <laughs> no. So Jingle Around the Clock is about a big city girl who's going home. I can't remember because this one kind of was like... Pfft. And um, well, she's trying... You know, I really feel like of these movies... You've given more negative reviews than positive reviews? Because honestly, I have to say, this year they've all been the same. <gasps> no way. Even more than normal. I mean, sometimes there's... there's it's almost few... like no matter what they do, they know you're going to watch, so they phone it in anyway and they get their money. Well, and that's pretty much... Yeah. So she is going to do a festival or a big holiday party for a big executive, and they bring in this big, big city guy to help her, but they're competing for the same job. <gasps> uh oh! And then they kiss. Six. What? Did I they kiss? Six. Yes, of course, because they fall in love. Of course. All right. Um. Christmas made to order. Christmas made to order is about a business big. It's about a big city businesswoman who has a toy shop, and her toy shop is about to get bought out by a bigger toy chain. Okay. And who is the CEO of this bigger toy chain? Is her ex high school boyfriend from Podunkus. Did I say Iowa? I don't know. Oklahoma. And her dad is born to him wearing Santa Claus. No. But this is um, Alexa Panavega, who was the Spy Kids, Spy Kids girl. Now she's a grown up. Yeah. And look, that could, it's Jonathan Bennett, but that could be you. No, that's the guy from. Uh, that's you. That's the guy from. No. It could be He's you. He's the guy from Mean Girls. He is, and he's written a cookbook. And yeah, he he hosts on the cooking show a lot. Yes, and it's funny that yes he's he in that you. kind of movie because he is out, like he is he is like I think he's married to a man. Oh, well, like then... I don't know if he's married to a man, but he's like he's oh. like openly like gay, and so it's like all right. <laughs> oh well, there you go. So actually, so what it is is he's kind of a Scrooge. She's a holiday decorator. What do you mean by kind of a Scrooge? He doesn't do Christmas because he works all the time. Okay. And then um, his sister calls him. Well, not calls because they do it all with the computer now. Yeah. FaceTime. And they say, guess what? You're going to host Christmas. And he goes, no. And they say, yes. So then he meets this girl at his office who's all doing all the decorating. And so he hires her to decorate his house, which looks like Christmas throw up. Um, but his family's all happy. But then he doesn't know holiday things because he's just going to keep working. So he um, hires her to kind of be like the holiday planner person, mm. and she plans all the holiday fun things, and then he starts joining it, and then they fall in love. I hate this. No, you don't. It's fun. Okay, now- How come there's no Hallmark Hanukkah movies? I don't know. Okay, so there's one more, but there's actually two more. Okay. But one we're not going to talk about because it doesn't really- I, I don't- Oh, sorry. 
Christmas made to order gets a 10. I actually really what? liked it. I liked it because it was just a little bit different. 10 out of 12? Yeah. Okay. I liked it. Okay. So the next one was on Christmas Day, but doesn't really count. Because it's like a TV, it's like a show, right? It's When Calls the Heart. Yeah. But every year they do a two hour Christmas movie and then the series will start in February. So it's kind of like a pilot. Kind of, or like, ooh. Premiere. Are you ready? You know, it's kind of like, are so you it's ready? Not are you ready? It's, but it's not just the first two episodes. It's a Christmas thing specifically. It's a Christmas movie. They've done this every year. They do, on Christmas Day, it's the Christmas movie. Wait, the Hallmark um, Channel has shows? Yes. A lo- some of these actors and stuff are in the shows. Oh, we'll talk about that in I a want minute. this job. Being a show? No, going into the Hallmark, the Hallmark and being like, I got one. What about big city businesswoman falls in love with a small town boy? And they'd be like, this is genius. We've never heard this before. Okay. So we're not going to talk about when calls the heart Christmas. Because it's cheating. Well, because it's a Christmas movie. I give it a, an 11. I liked it. I we're not going to talk about it, but it gets an 11. But it gets an 11 because it's good. But I do have to tell you, I watch the Christmas movie every year, but I do not watch the show. So you don't know anything about these characters. I do because I watch a Christmas movie every year. It catches you up. It's kind of like a soap opera. You don't really need to watch it. But that's like saying, well, I don't watch Friends, but I only watch the season finales. So I pretty much get the whole show. Pretty much. Okay. So now the last one for the Hallmark Channel was called A Midnight Kiss. No, this is not a Christmas movie. No, this is a New Year's movie. (laughs) This is a movie. Okay, I got this. I got this. I got this. I got this. It's, It's about two people. And they're at this New Year's party, and they don't really know anybody. And then the song starts, and it's karaoke. And it's a song that no one's ever heard of except these two characters. Uh, and they're singing, but it's a duet. But this guy sings it by himself. And then this girl, she comes in, and she sings it too. And then they're like, whoa, and they never get each other's names. And then he goes back to high school. And then uh, then she also she goes to the high school now. Uh, and then there's a bunch of other kids, and they sing songs. Uh, I'm just trying to remember the plot of High School Musical. I know. I was like, wow, that's really good. Did you just make that up? And then I'm like, wait a minute. It's something he knows. It's High School Musical. Okay. I don't care. (laughs) Okay. So no. It's about a family who are party planners. Mom, dad, adult daughter, adult son. Mom and dad are going to retire. Adult daughter and adult son are going to um, run this party planning thing. They just got a big party for next week which is new year's eve and then the brother or the son the grown-up son falls and breaks his foot so he's out so this girl has to plan it all but wait the brother's best friend from college is here he'll help so they plan this amazing party and certain things happen and they fall in love at the end what a scumbag no he's fine and he is (laughs) her husband alexa vega pena's husband yes it is there he is, uh, what a Carlos scum- Penavega. What a scumbag. Here's why. Okay. No, hey, he's not. He's nice. Well, hold on. Here's why. Okay. Hey, man, my I broke my foot. My family really needs help. Uh, it's me and my sister, who you've known for forever because you're my college roommate. You've known our family. Oh, we just really need help. Okay. <laughs> Goes, I've been spending a lot of time with your sister. Hey, man, really would you know appreciate it if you were just cool about this, not a weirdo. Yeah, okay. Weird. No. Spends a whole bunch of time with his sister. Hey, guess what, buddy? We're brothers now. <laughs> okay, no. Um, then they found Santa Claus dead in a gutter. No, no. And it's, okay, nothing against Carlos Panavega, but I don't, I'm not a big fan of his. Yeah. I'm sure he's a great guy. I, I just don't think he's a great actor. Um, I give it a four. Oof. 
But it was, and and I didn't really like the pairing between the two because to me she seems so much younger. Okay, now, are you ready? We're switching over to Hallmark Movie and Mystery, The Miracles of Christmas. Okay. Here we go. All right, let's go. Let me see. Okay. A Christmas for the Books. I hate this. Oh, this, I hated this movie. A Christmas for the Books is the page master but it's christmas no okay so macaulay culkin is in there in the library he's like it's raining outside and i have no friends and christopher lloyd's like bummer by the way merry christmas and then macaulay culkin dances around with three little books one of them's whoopi goldberg and that is page master what that's page master no 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 it's a christmas hallmark movie i made up no, so Macaulay, Macaulay Culkin dances around with Jean-Luc Picard. Yeah, that's Spock, Page Master. And, what? No. no, it's not. And then one of them's Christmas. But okay. it's about Christmas. No. So this is about a relationship expert who is like the Martha Stewart of relationships. She's written What does books. that mean? Like she is really professional. You can't just say the Martha Stewart of something that doesn't have anything. I'm the Martha Stewart of cars. She's okay. She's really popular in. She's a big author in relationships. She has the perfect formula for the perfect relationship. But in the movie, do they call her the Martha Stewart? Of, no, I so just that called was, her that. Was, okay, okay. I well, then, her I, that. then I won't rag on it that hard. Thank you, because I called. But her if that. you like, they called it that. I'd be like, no. that doesn't make any sense. No, I'm talking. Okay. <laughs> now you got me laughing. So she's on his talk show and they're like, oh, tell us about your wonderful boyfriend and all the things you're going to do for the wonderful holidays. And she kind of hems and haws. Well, come to find out her boyfriend has broken up with her and she's basically a lie. So this TV producer pretends to be her boyfriend. Hilarious. And they go through all this stuff together and they're all pretending, pretending, and then they fall in love. Zero. <laughs> okay. Christmas at Grand Valley. Okay. Christmas at Grand Valley is a movie... In which uh, Grand Grand Valley is a casino, and and these people are gonna enjoy, <laughs> these people are about to enjoy their Christmas, and they they go, oh wow, you know it's a bummer that we can't go home, but we have to spend it at this this hotel. But and the guy's like, good thing we're all together though as a family, and they open up their hotel room, and there's three dead people in the in the hotel. There's three dead people. You said this is a Hallmark Mystery Channel, right? Yes. There's, so there's no dead people. There's in these three movies. corpses. No. Yes, and they're labeled past, present, future. And someone's mm-hmm. like, oh, what? Like the investigator, who's the guy from CSI? It's in. It's fact. This is just a CSI Christmas episode. Oh. They booked it as a Hallmark movie, but they tricked you because it starts and it's like. Who are you? Christmas episode. Okay. Okay. And so the whole cast is back for yes. CSI, not to dancing. Okay. Just the first guy, not to dancing. Okay. Or the other was there Lawrence Fishburne. He's out too. Okay. But it shows them like they're they're going on a sled together. Like they just cuts to them really quick. Like we're having Christmas too. Okay. And so then, so they find also this is in Vegas, and they find. I like. I don't know where I'm going with this, but yeah, I, I wanted. I wanted to fit three murdered corpses. There you go. All right, should I take over? Yeah, go for it. So, Christmas at Grand Valley is about an artist. First of all, starring Danica McKellar, she's like Candace Cameron Bure. She does a Christmas on a discount. No, no, I really like her. She does a Christmas movie once a year. So this is she is an artist. She wants to get a show. They turn her down, so she goes home. Her dad owns a diner. 
Sure. Her, her cousin is the manager of Grand Valley. Okay. It's like an inn. Sure. And all of a sudden, the person that's going to do the Christmas camp for kids has canceled. So the her cousin says, would you do Can it for me? Can we say why they canceled? I can't remember. They like, were found dead in a gutter. No, it was they got sick or somebody. <laughs> they got of, sick? I they, can't remember. Yeah, they there were allergic to dead. bullets. No. <laughs> so, but Grand Valley is probably going to close because another company has bought it. And so no, they... I hate this. I cannot believe that the one that I was going to make, I made the joke, is the one I passed up. Yep. So they send in this guy. Oh, I'm to, so mad right to now. To make changes or to close it. He's got kids. They have a great time. He ends up buying. Yeah, I know. The inn. Yeah, exactly what and I said. And they fall in love. With the first two movies. It's Ex- a 10. I hate Because I like this. the actors. Okay. okay, last one. Oh, finally. Christmas bells are ringing. Okay, Christmas bells are ringing is not what you expect. Okay. It's a holiday Christmas special. Okay. Starring Dax Shepard and Kristen Bell as themselves. Okay. And it's very fun. And she's dressed up like Anna from Frozen. And he's dressed up like Elsa. Wah, wah. No. Wait, I'm not done. And then Josh Gad is there as Olaf, but he's like dressed as Olaf. But he's like, I'm Josh Gad, but I'm also Olaf. And it's teaching kids that the voice actors... And the characters are different. And that you can be a person and also be a character. And it's teaching them about cartoons and teaching them about anime movies. Also, Bill Murray is there. He's Santa Claus. Uh, Bill Murray? Yeah, actual Bill Murray. Because okay. Brian Doyle Murray shows up and he's like, I'm Santa. And then they kick him right in the head. And Bill Murray spin kicks him right in the throat. No. <laughs> and he's like, the real Santa's here. And it's Bill Murray. Okay. Uh, and then... Oh my gosh, who else is coming down the chimney? It's former President Barack Obama. No. All right, I'm going to stop you right there. So this is the story of a woman whose whose mom has passed away several years. This isn't fun at all. I know. And and, and they used to summer in the Cape, but now the dad's going to get married to a woman that lives there. So they're going to spend Christmas at the Cape, and the dad and his fiance, who are very nice, everything's good, they um they're getting married on Christmas Eve, so she goes home. She's a photographer. She's up for a really big magazine cover, but she can't get motivated. There's her ex boyfriend. He helps her. They fall in love. It's amazing. Let me tell you, the best part of this is the actress Emily Olerup. They they do an ice skating scene, and actually the actress doesn't have a tailbone. She had some sort of what? accident. Where she doesn't have a tailbone and something else. So she couldn't, they did not want her to skate because if she fell, she could really hurt herself. So they actually did it pretty, where they did like far scenes where the main character boy is skating with a girl. It's definitely not her, but you can hear the actress's voice. And then when they do the close ups, mm-hmm. they're so close, but they showed a scene on the Home and Family Hallmark uh, talk show. She's actually on this little box. And, and there, there are two people pushing her. So um, I would give it a 10. It was pretty good. And and actually, Emily Olerup will be the first actress in Winterfest starting this Saturday. So, Saturday. I'm and so it, confused give it a at 10. Like not having a... What does not having a tailbone do? Well, so then... Like, if you fall and hurt yourself, sure, that's all open. But, like, it's does so, it mess up your, like... Well, there's more that you could injure because, like... Yeah, but, I mean, like, does it, like, make sitting different? No. I mean, dead serious. Like, Yeah, I, and I'm... I don't think so. It's just if she fell, there would nothing be Oof. there. Yeah, so they, they didn't want her to ice skate. So, congratulations. We watched 
I watched too much. Thirty eight Hallmark mystery movies. Hallmark Christmas and Hallmark movie and mystery. We there talked were, about thirty eight movies. Yes, there were twenty one Countdown to Christmas from the Hallmark Channel and seventeen Miracles of Christmas Hallmark movie and mystery. Thirty eight <laughs> movies. It was great. And next year's will be bigger and better because it's year ten. Well, uh, do you think they're gonna do like 50. okay? Fit you? They're gonna do fifty? They? I I don't know. Oh. They're gonna do more. It'll be better. If okay, if they do fifty and not one of those movies contains Brian Doyle and Murray as Santa Claus. But I saved it for you on the. Yeah, DVR. you told me that they did. Re, they did re-air that one. They re well, they re-air all of them. No, I'm gonna say they specifically re-aired that one because they heard this podcast and were like, "This guy really wants to see that movie again." I guess we can dig it out. Wait, which one is it? Because all of these are called Christmas. Well, and there's <laughs> even one with Tom Arnold who is plays Santa. No, no. Moonlight and Mistletoe. We found the worst Santa, and no, it's, it's Tom great, Arnold. And it's Candace Cameron Bure. It's her first Christmas movie. And Tom Arnold is Santa? Is her, well, kind of Santa, but her dad. But he's, he's what does kind of Santa mean? Because they, he's own, Greg Santa, Claus? they own Santaville, and he plays Santa at Santaville. Okay, so so he wears a fake beard. Yes. But yeah, when you're like Tom Arnold, I was like, because Tom Arnold is not. But he's good in this one. Anyway. So we're done. Oh, finally. But you can watch Winterfest. Are we going to talk about Winterfest every week? No, absolutely not. <laughs> All Ab- right. You can bring it up that you watched it, but I'm not going to sit here for 30 minutes talking about Winterfest every week. Okay. Well, there'll only be one movie, so it won't take you very long. Okay, anything else then we need to talk about? Um. Yeah, hey, Mom. Hey, Ruben. What's up? Mm, I'm getting kind of hungry. Oh, that's good. Hey, did you like? do you like this show? Do I like our show? Yeah. Do you specifically like the parts where I just ramble on about nothing for time? Not really. Oh, thanks, Mom. Okay. Anyway. (laughs) I'd like like to talk a little more. No, I'm just kidding. Yes, I do. Oh, wow. Would you want to see me talk more and like on a stage and like in front of people where you can laugh? I have. You're so funny. Okay. That's not... I mean, I appreciate that, but, but would you like to do that? Sure. Oh, cool. Thanks, Mom. Great for playing. Uh... I'm doing two shows this upcoming uh, this upcoming month. I'm very excited. Uh, one is uh, not this. This is a Groupon email. One is <laughs> <laughs> do funny jokes like that. That was definitely a bit. Uh, was not a bit. One is uh, I'm going to be at Rooster Tea Feathers in Sunnyvale on January 9th. It's January 9th. Eighth or ninth. It's January 9th, I believe. Yes, um, it is. Wednesday, January 9th. Uh, I'm gonna. Have, it's a blast. I've done roosters before. It's gonna. Have a, I'm gonna have a really good time. Also, I got another one the following week because that's so, so seven days, six 16. days later. I have another gig, which is awesome. Uh, January 15th at Tommy T's Comedy Club. It's a competition. Uh, it's $5 admission. Uh, I should say Roosters is $10. Uh, you can go to the Roosters website and secure tickets early. So make sure you get a good seat. Uh, but Tommy T's is $5, I believe. And what it is is a competition, and that's in Pleasanton, um, which is a little bit away from us, but not super crazy. Um, but so if you want to come like see an that, hour. yeah, whatever, I was worth it. Um, if you want to come see that, uh, that will be. I'll, I'll have more about that next week, but I'm super excited for that because that is like a big boy comedy thing. It starts at 7:30 on the 15th, so if you want to be there, sounds good. Uh, come support me. Be like, I love him. Because uh, if I win, I get like a featured spot, like on their next one, which would be cool. That'd like, be so to have good. like a featured, like this guy's gonna perform no matter what. Uh. That would be great. So yeah, 
Perfect. All right. Well, should we talk about next week's theme? Next week's theme has a couple names. I like one of what them you is first. one of them is why. That's it. Uh, another one is this is the same theme as this week, but in a different. You can't write it because on writing it's the same. But if you say it, this this week was New Year, New Me. This next week is New Year, New Me. I like why. Why? And it's a very specific theme. Mm-hmm. That works way too well. Yes, I'm very a excited. A show that used to be a cartoon, or a, a movie that used to be a cartoon, whether it was a comic or a cartoon, that starred an animal, that has been remade. I didn't know it had starred an animal, but mine works as a live action. Well, an animal's involved because it's okay. remade as a live action movie, featuring where the main character is a CGI animal. One of the main characters is a CGI animal. I think you totally blew the the. I think you totally blew the theme because that's what I was trying to explain. No, it. no, no. I did the theme. Where a CGI animal? Uh huh. There's five of them. There's five CGI animals in this. No. There's only five. Yeah. There's not six. I think there's only five. (laughs) 2014. Okay. Starring Megan Fox. What? You're watching Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, baby. Okay. It could have been worse. (laughs) Could it have? Yeah. I looked. Uh, Oh, did you? Um. <laughs> All right. Okay. What am I watching? So, uh, let me just pull. Well, can this I up. just tell you if you make me watch Peter Rabbit because you think it's bad, I'm poking in the head. No, I almost was like, I hope Mom knows that this is a bad movie because I was right. like, because I was looking up movies and I was like, I hope she doesn't give me Peter Rabbit thinking it's a positive theme. No. Uh, you are watching from 2010. Okay. Do you want to know the cast? No. Dan Aykroyd. Okay. Justin Timberlake. Uh, Anna Faris. Tom Cavanaugh, T.J. Miller. Do you want to know what you're watching? Yes. You're watching the live-action Yogi Bear movie. That was the one I was going to pick for you, and then I found Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I'm like, oh, yeah, no, it's this you one. You know what's funny is that first Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie is absolute garbage. It's hot garbage. But the second one is actually pretty good. Well, but they've been doing Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles since before you were Wait, even born. Wait, you're talking, I was just going to say, you're talking about... The cartoon series was fantastic. But what I want to make sure is, you said Megan Fox. That yes. I watched the correct the Ninja... The 2014, the first one, not the second one. Well, because the, the Jim Henson one from the 90s, the live action one. Right, that Those are so fun! Until, like, some of the characters open their mouths and you can see the human mouth underneath it and it's a nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> It's like, no, this is the 2014 Megan the Fox. The CGI Turtles. Yes, because that's what you said. Is they had to the be rat CGI? Don't know. I haven't seen it. It Ugh. just, I looked you at it You know who's right in now. this movie? Who? Johnny Knoxville. But not like playing a Johnny Knoxville character. He's like huh. a Ninja Turtle. Like he's just doing the voice of a Ninja Turtle. Huh. Well, that'll be a fun week for us. <laughs> I mean, I'll enjoy it. I like Ninja Turtles. What's the worst that could happen? It's the Ninja Turtles. And they don't look great, but whatever. Got a 21% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, I'm telling you, the second one is so much better because the first one takes itself too seriously. The second one's like, yeah, let's throw Bebop and Rocksteady in there. The Warthog and the... No, I know who they are because yeah. the kids I used to babysit for, they used to watch the animated cartoon on Nickelodeon. And it had Wait, those two characters. which animated cartoon? Not the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. It was a newer version. Yeah, they've done like eight. Yeah, but this was the newest one. All and right. It had Bebop and Rocksteady. I mean, I'm not. I'm. I'm feeling pretty stoked about this next episode. <laughs> you have to watch Yogi Bear. That'll be good. It won't. Okay, I haven't seen it. Uh, neither have I. So there you go. Uh, but I think that there's a reason that people kind of forgot that this movie existed. Yeah. When I saw it, I went, "Oh yeah." 
No, I didn't. You kind of forget that the Yogi Bear starring Dana. You remember who plays Boo Boo, right? No. Justin Timberlake. Oh. And Dan Aykroyd is Yogi. Oh, that's Which, uh, But I. It's okay. I want to watch it because I need to hear. But I mean, I need to hear the voices because, like, on paper, I'm like, it's not terrible. Right. It could be okay. Like, uh, well, the cast wise. Like, right. I don't hate the idea of Justin Timberlake as Yogi because he's a pretty good voice actor. Like, right. He could, I, or as Boo Boo, I mean, he could. I almost made you watch um, Smurfs too. I almost made you watch Underdog. Oh, yeah. With Jason Lee. You kept saying something, nothing with Earl. Because you were like, I knew what you were going to watch. And I was thinking you were going to make me watch Underdog. No. Because Underdog sucks. I love Underdog. Underdog is garbage. Well, but I used to watch the Underdog cartoons and those are terrible. Yeah. Because that was our choice as a kid. (laughs) That's all you got. I was thinking about the Rocky and Bullwinkle movie, but I also love the Rocky and Bullwinkle movie. Right, I like that one too. So, all right. Well, there we go. We got Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2014 and Yogi Bear. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> all right guys uh we'll see you next week bye bye